This podcast is brought to you by WeTube. If you have ever gotten your content banned, demonetized, or removed from platforms like YouTube, this is the app for you. You can make a channel for free and gain over 300,000 subscribers like the other popular WeTubers on the platform. It's free and you can get paid for your videos with a promise of never getting deleted. That's WeTube available on Apple and Android platforms. Again, this is a platform for censored content creators by censored content creators. If you love cannabis like we do here at High TV and Hep International, check out WeTube today, the platform for weed content creators. Now back to the show. Hi, welcome back to High TV, where we bring you cannabis news now. Now, generally what we do on this podcast, especially with the cannabis news uh, podcast, is give you guys what is going down in the cannabis industry, right? So we're not all watching CNN. We don't have a CNN for the cannabis world. So that's why I kind of created this, you know, segment of our podcast, Cannabis News Now, which is our most popular and most listened, to give you guys, you know, the updates on what's going on in the cannabis industry. But today's episode is a bit different. I'm going to tell you why, because if you've noticed on our Instagram at Hip International, you guys have seen that we've posted things such as this can be you and other posts that relate towards cannabis employment. Just recently, we made a post about, you know, what are the top paying cannabis jobs out there? And I think the top cannabis job is, of course, a cannabis, uh, a cannabis business owner, you know, or a master grower which is a job. So let me not even let me not even mention the cannabis business owner cuz that's technically not a job, right? Cuz you own the you own the thing. We talk about you getting hired. So the master the master grower is is the highest paying job in the cannabis industry. And so after you made those posts and you know the whole job board cannabis job board posts we received a lot of e- um, emails and a lot of DMs, or mostly DMs and a few emails. And again, sorry if I didn't get to respond to you guys. Just know that there's a lot of spam that comes into my DMs, and there's a lot of you know other story responses. And do I appreciate everything you guys send? Sometimes the real messages, or the real questions and inquiries, inquiries. Jesus Christ, I have a, I sound like <laughs> I sound like Mike Tyson. Inquiries, inquiries. Anyway, I'm Jamaican. Ignore it. A lot of people reached out to us trying to find out how exactly they can be a part of the industry. A lot of people were generally curious as to, you know, I want to be in it. I've tried indeed. It's not that easy. And guess what? It's not that easy. But just like, you know, Bob Marley said, if it's easy, it's not good. What's good in life is sometimes that that is not easy. Right. So you have to work your ass off to try and get a cannabis job. It's not like you're going to snap your fingers, put a joint in the sky, and someone's going to be like, yo, hire that guy. He look like he knows what he's doing. No, that's not how it works. So what I'm going to do is tell you what I did or what I have experience with. What I did was simple. I went on Indeed.com for like two months. Wanted to, you know, change up things, you know, look for something new because I know I want to be in the industry. So I'm looking for things only in the industry. And so I'll type in these things called keywords. You all know what keywords are. I'm not going to explain it. You're not babies. Okay. That's how the Internet works. If you listen to this podcast, chances are you know what a keyword is because you found it. All right. But keywords were cannabis, marijuana, CBD, MMJ, dispensary. And there's one more missing. Oh, and hemp. So these six keywords, there's probably more keywords, but those were the, generally, those are what I either typed in into Google Jobs, which Google Jobs is a new thing that launched, I believe, in 2018 that helps people to get jobs. It's kind of messed up. You know, Google said, yo, I see the hustle. I see you guys hustling over there at Indeed.com. I want, I want, I want a piece of that. But anyway, so I typed into Google Jobs. I typed into Indeed and ZipRecruiter, and I found a number of different jobs and applied to them. And generally, that's how, you know, that's how it works. And was it successful? Most of the time, it wasn't. You know, most of the time, I probably got, I, I never got interviewed or a call back or email. But then there's a few times where I did. And those times often worked out. Because it's really about, you know, who you are and what you communicate. And if they, if they know you're passionate about the plant, you're not just some stoner trying to be in the industry. You're showing up in jeans and a t-shirt. You know, like this is a professional, professional thing. So again, if you want to find cannabis jobs, don't be afraid to go on LinkedIn, which I know has a prestigious air to it professionalism you know like it's it's super it's not as professional as you think not let me not say professional 
LinkedIn is not as conservative as you think it might be. Now that cannabis companies are moving into the forefront, they're able to take away the stigma. And people who are who have years of experience in the industry can now be proud of it and uh, generally publicize that. So if you go on LinkedIn right now, LinkedIn will change from a page where you just search people's names and make connections and have your resume and experience on there to being a social media site for professionals. So I know you guys love to use Instagram and some of you guys Instagram accounts are filled with not really things that help you or, you know, help you learn or help you get things done. And that's fine. That's what Instagram is for. And that's what we all love it for. But LinkedIn is a great place for you to sign in and literally just search keywords that can help you find what you're looking for so for instance i can go on linkedin right now and find a lot of articles that are talking about uh cbd processing cbd oil cbd distillate you know isolate processing i can find stuff about you know cannabis growing i can find stuff about running a dispensary i can find things on linkedin about uh what was one thing i, I read the other day it was a social media post or a story or it's article i don't i don't know what you call them on linkedin but like little articles you can write yourself and post on there and that's a great way to market yourself especially if it gains traction because if it goes viral on linkedin everyone's going to be messaging messaging you to figure out who you are and you know how they can be a part of it or just reach out and maybe an opportunity but it was something about I believe it was like cannabis. It was, I can't remember. Oh, it was a cannabis software. It was one of the auxiliary businesses we mentioned in our last year's podcast about cannabis jobs, where you don't have to just be a, be working in a dispensary. You don't have to just be a master grower. You don't have to know how to grow. You don't have to, you know, do the things that come obvious to the brain when you think of a cannabis job, like a butt tender. You could be a marketer. Listen, if you went to school and you got a degree in marketing is for a reason and you want to use it the best of your ability especially in an industry you want to be in you know a, a woman had uh commented on one of our posts and say you know do they have jobs for cannabis marketers hell yeah they do because guess what cannabis marketing is super super difficult many pages like myself who deal with cannabis all have their promotion denied by facebook reason being is facebook doesn't want to participate in anything that has to do with cannabis because facebook is already in a lot of trouble am i right the whole privacy thing the whole russia thing if they're going to add cannabis to that that's an easy thing so listen when you're like a, a person who was on top of the hill you're uh propagated and looked at for your, uh, in prestige because of what you've achieved there's going to be people who are not as high looking to take you down so facebook doesn't want to have to deal with the whole cannabis thing so they even delete pages but that's an episode for another day. But the point is, it's hard to market on Google AdWords. It's hard to market even on YouTube because YouTube can ban your channel for violating their uh, terms of service. So, yeah, I'm working on getting a uh, new mic to try and take away this breath thing. Because I listen back to the podcast, you know, just to see where I make mistakes or where I want to improve. And one thing I don't like is hearing the voice, hearing the breathing every single time. Now that I said it, probably a lot of y'all are probably going to hear it every single time. But hopefully... It's not as bad. So anyway, but back to uh, cannabis marketing. It's so hard to market cannabis that they need people who are creative, especially those individuals who grew up in the millennial era or even Gen Z, who grew up in a world where everything needed a password, where social media was a, a regular thing. It wasn't a new thing to learn. It was just you living life and participating in what was normal, what your friends did, what your family did. And so if you're able to navigate social media to a decent degree and understand what you're doing and you have a marketing background to understand demographics, to understand, you know, uh, 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 how to target your market, understand the four P's. I think it's product uh, placement. Now, my teacher's going to be so upset. <laughs> uh, I think it's product placement, price, promotion and something else. So anyway, that was four. But yeah, so if you if you really have a marketing background, go ahead and go on these job boards, whether they be cannabis job boards like in that post and Indeed, Monster, ZipRecruiter, Google Jobs. Just go there, use the keywords I mentioned earlier and don't be afraid. Go on LinkedIn. You know, don't put on, I wouldn't say you, you would put cannabis in your work experience if you don't really have years of experience in industry because that, that, that really wouldn't benefit you, you know. <laughs> Putting in your profile 
I want to be in the cannabis industry and like in like your little LinkedIn quote, it's not going to really help you get, you know, a cannabis job. It's really, you know, producing content on LinkedIn that inspires others or intrigues others to a point where they want to reach out to you. And that's the best thing. If you're looking for a cannabis job and you're able to produce content and let people reach out to you because they say, yo, I like your mind. I like how you write. I like how you use this knowledge, you know, in a way and convey to help others or just to, you know, communicate a certain point. So when you do those things, you know, apply on Indeed and do apply on Indeed, uh, go on LinkedIn. I forgot. There's one more thing I forgot to mention. But when you go, the, when you do these things, when you put in the work, when you believe in the fact that you want to be in this industry and not just someone who smokes weed and gets high and that's it. And it's not wrong with just getting high and, and uh, smoking weed. I kind of had a condescending tone hit, but it's not wrong with doing that. But in my opinion, you know, I got, I got a lot of homies who love buying sneakers. Sneakers is their thing. They got Jordans for days. They have uh, <laughs> they have closet full of, full of sneakers. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you, you look at MTV Cribs and you see like J-Lo and Mariah Carey have like the whole room, not a room, but like a closet as big as a room that has all these little shoes with heels on it. There's some dudes that got shoe boxes that are as high as the wall. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying. If you're so into Nike that you buy these sneakers, you line up in the line to get these exclusive shoes that no one else is going to buy. You keep them clean. They fresh. I mean, you a sneakerhead, right? Why not invest in Nike while you're at it? So, because by you buying these sneakers, you're helping the Nike company uh, increase, right? If, if you're participating in buying and reselling of, this, uh, of these sneakers, you're helping the company. So why not invest in, you know, the company you're participating in buying in so often that you end up benefiting in the process just by doing your action so why not be invested into cannabis not on a stock level i know that's a bad example but you guys draw you guys understand what, what, what the, the conclusion i'm trying to come to why not find a way to participate in an industry that you're so in that's so ingrained into your life and like i said cannabis can be a spiritual thing for people it's a med, it's a medicinal thing for people you know it's like for me it calms my anxiety it keeps me calm keeps me cool you know so why not participate if you wonder why it's sounding like my nose was plugged up is because it kind of was i was kind of trying to alleviate that breathing noise that i so get perturbed about but uh uh but yeah so another thing you guys can do is network Cannabis networking is something that's very, very important. Not only to find a cannabis job, but to find opportunities. You probably would meet people, or you probably pass people every day who might be involved in cannabis, and you would have no clue because there is no clear-cut look anymore. Everybody is in. Everybody is in the cannabis industry. It's no longer a Cheech and Chong stereotypical look. You know, I've seen people who are lawyers that you wouldn't even tell are in the cannabis industry are part of the cannabis industry. You know, accountants who do accounting for these, you know, startup cannabis businesses. You know, there's lawyer. Well, as I already said, lawyers. There's doctors who are, are medical marijuana doctors. Uh, there's one in Miami who's really great uh, female. Forget her name, but she's an analgesic, which means she's a pain doctor. And because she's a pain doctor, she understands how powerful THC is indeed in treating pain. And what she does is hold seminars around the city of Miami in order to teach, you know, people who are either patients, who are in the industry, or who just wants to learn how this thing works. And I think she's doing a great thing, doing a, a great community work i mean at the end of the day she's probably trying to get patience but <laughs> either way she's doing a good thing uh but yeah don't hesitate even if you're not in even if you graduate or have a degree or don't have a degree don't feel shy or don't shy away we all have skills that can be possibly applied towards working in the industry we need good people you know we need responsible people and don't think just because it's a cannabis job you're going to be laying back with a joint in your mouth and sunglasses on chilling. That's not what that's not what cannabis jobs are about. You're, you're, you're applying to cannabis jobs to get, a, to get a job, right? Which means you're gonna be going to work. So the industry is as professional as any other industry, you know? Of course you could, you know, uh, lost my train of thought. But yeah, cannabis industry is as professional as any other industry. Don't think you're gonna go in there with a t-shirt and jeans on an interview and you're gonna get a job. That's not how it works in any industry. In any industry. Now, of course, I, I, I lie by saying in any industry, but in professional industry. And I think a lot of people have the dream of not only working in the cannabis industry, but ascending to a point where they're really a part of a company that, you know, offers people cannabis 
but it's professional. It's not illegal. It's not sketchy. There's no guns on the table. You know what I'm saying? There's there's no other things being sold. It's not a trap house. Like it's a legit business. You know what I'm saying? Like you're talking checks and stuff. So listen, if you are out there and you want to be a part of the industry and not just half-ass and be like, yo, I'd love to work in the industry, bro. It seems so calm and chill. Like I hate my work right now. My employees are so annoying. I don't know what voice that was, but what, I re- <laughs> what I'm getting at here is if you really want to be in the industry and you're serious about it, go to work. Simple as that. A lot of you guys have sent me emails and, and DMs, and I appreciate the DMs. And I know sometimes I can't respond as fast because I get a lot of DMs. And the DMs are sometimes spam. They're sometimes marketing. Sometimes, hi, I'm from Indonesia, and I want CBD. Like, there's stuff like that. And there's nothing wrong with that. I love all those, those uh, messages. It's just that the real questions that want to be answered get buried under uh, the multitude of other DMs. So, again, don't feel shy about DMing me. I might take more than one day to get to you, but fear not, I will try my best to answer everything, especially if it's not just an advertisement. Uh, what else? Uh, so, yeah, so I told you guys about LinkedIn. I told you about the keywords. I mentioned also how to use LinkedIn effectively, generate content, read other people's content, engage in their content, see who is engaging in that content, and then reach out to those people. Don't be afraid. Don't think that you're being weird or being a stalker by going seeing a post on uh, LinkedIn that's talking about marijuana distillate production, and then you look at who posted it and then see who he's connected to and what businesses they work with. Because a lot of these people work in labs, too. Like, you could be a lab worker you know you could be a chemist and you can have a job in the industry you know like i mentioned before you could be a marketer because marketing is so freaking hard in this industry you know you really have to jump hoops like for instance this one business is this one business thought it was very uh intuitive in uh coming up with this idea it said all right cannabis is now legal in can in uh california so what i'm gonna do is place a message you know on you know, you know those little trays you guys use when you go to the airport? We all hate them. We all hate taking off our shoes, our belts, you know, halfway undressing, you know. <laughs> halfway undressing like the date wasn't good. Like halfway dressing like the date was going well, then you guys got back and then she just, or somebody just changed their mind. Shit like that, right? Like who wants to change, who wants to take off their clothes in the airport? I know I'm going on an unnecessary ramp, but seriously, like we got to figure out a better thing than that. I know we got to protect ourselves against terrorists. Uh, that brings me, that bring, uh, comes to mind. Please uh, send up thoughts and prayers to those who were killed in the mass shootings that happened in uh, Texas and Ohio. That was back to back. Honestly, it's unfortunate. I can't believe that it's. Here's, here's the thing. I really believe. I know we're kind of jumping off topic. I will go back. But I really believe we really should not be propagating these mass shooters, these their names, their faces. When you often see these mass shooters, don't they look like the part of somebody who may who may not be socially inept, who may not you know have a large social connection, and are therefore maybe marginalized because they look quote unquote nerdy. And you know when these things happen to you, and of course these people get bullied. And I don't know if they're getting bullied by one race or whatever, but they're saying that these guys are quote unquote white nationalists or, you know, I don't know what the hell that means. You know, at the end of the day, they're domestic terrorists. But this is getting too dark, so I'm going back to what I'm saying. So just RIP to those people who were injured, and I apologize, you know, that our world is the way it is, but hopefully things get better. Just let's not propagate these mass shooters because the chances are they're a hero to somebody, they're a monster to us. So our thoughts and prayers go out to the families who lost loved ones in the mass shootings. Yeah, I might have to start wearing a bulletproof vest to Walmart, yo. I'm serious. Like, it was Sunday. I was about to pick up some groceries. And like, the first thing I Google was, yo, how much does a bulletproof vest cost? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, one that you could hold underneath your shirt. So just in case a mass shooter is around, that you'll be all right. But then again, what if you got... Nah, all right, all right. I'm, get, I'm getting off topic. <laughs> I'm getting off topic. So, uh, so guys, so guys, uh, yes. One second. Be right back. Hey, what's going on, John? You you don't look too well. What happened? Well, look like Instagram and Facebook just banned me again. Listen, man, I just have this great hemp product, and I just can't advertise to nobody. I mean, I pay for posts here and there, but I don't get the traction I'm looking for. Yanni ideas? I mean, honestly, I've been through the same thing, John, and uh, I got to tell you, advertising on podcasts seems to be the way. Listen, Apple and Spotify just switched their main priorities on their streaming sites to podcasts. Why? Podcast listeners are amounting to 30 million listeners a day. 
And one of those could be your customers, John. I'm just saying, well, God darn it, but it found me a podcast now. <laughs> All right, this ad could be yours if you so choose. Just hit me up on Instagram at, if it's at Hemp International. One word on Instagram. Now, back to the show. This message is brought to you by Hemp International. We urge you to be safe if you're going to smoke black market vapes. Like myself, that's not an illegal state. That's what we have to refer to if we want to get our THC vaporizer fix. But listen, not all vaporizers are made equal. Some are good, some are bad. Just remember, be safe. This story comes from a few children in uh children, a few people in Wisconsin who have gotten sick and even one fell into a coma. We don't want that to happen to any of our high fam. All right. In fact, we have somebody who is a follower of Hemp National, a loyal follower, who is taking her due diligence to actually get the dank vapes tested. And she's from Wisconsin. We'll keep you guys updated. And as always, high fam, stay safe. Now back to the show. And we are back. So, again, again, if you want to be in the cannabis industry, do not hesitate to look on social media, send somebody a DM, even send cold call and cold emails. You never know who to respond. You really never know. And I know you guys are out there asking questions and saying, yo, I've tried some of these things, man. I've tried Indeed. I've tried ZipRecruiter. Well, guess what? Try again. Because that's what it is in life. You got to try and try and try until you succeed, right? If you fall down once, you better get up twice. This is, a, this is a quote I heard before. I don't know what it means, but it sounds positive. <laughs> you know, it's it's all about really, really not deterring yourself by not succeeding the first time you try. That's all. That's really all it is. It's really all it is. So the second part of our episode, like I said, welcome back. Uh, is going to be about networking. You know, a good part, a great part of finding a cannabis job is about who you network with. If what you do, you know, is garden and you hang out with gardeners chances are you're going to do a lot more gardening now that you're hanging out hanging out with other gardeners they're going to teach you uh, tricks and tips and tell you about things they've done you maybe go to a gardening convention and so things of that nature is what you should be doing with cannabis for instance here in miami they have the uh cbd expo massive massive thing i uh applied as hemp international for a media guest pass but unfortunately i didn't get it you know it, it happens you know i'm not complaining uh maybe they didn't see us as a big enough media company to get a media pass and of course you may have your vice that you have uh, vice news there and other cannabis uh sites but that's no hint or there we'll be there one day and we'll give you guys full coverage of that that's like our cannabis e3 or CES or Comic-Con where we go there we see what companies are, are what companies are doing and we're connecting like one place where everybody who are in the industry can talk to each other can network with each other can exchange numbers emails Instagrams I mean anything and so that's getting to my next point which is networking like I said if you network with one group of people chances are you're gonna be doing what those people do you network you network with musicians you network with artists you network with skateboarders you're going to be doing those things in excess so last networking event i went to was up in boca a bit far away from me as you know we're down here in south florida and so i decided you know i'm gonna bite the bullet i don't care how much gas it costs i'm gonna drive up so i drove up attended there and it wasn't big it wasn't a big event but the people there was the what was what what was of value i know you guys have gone to maybe network events in the, in the past where those things are okay right those things are not really uh centralized around one idea you know you find somebody who's working on robotics another one is a coder another one is a chef and so another one is doing something else and, it, and it's great that these people have gone out to network because you never know how your industries may cross and help one another you never know maybe even find a uh, a lifelong friend at these events and it happens but if you go to a centralized event like the one I went to in Boca, you're able to hear people who you have not have heard for before. Stories being told of like the guy, the first guy in America to get his government is uh, his government. I'm talking like I have talking dyslexia. <laughs> the guy in America, I forgot his name, <clears throat> probably hate me, hate me saying it all the time uh, is he gets his government. He gets his Jesus Christ. 
he gets his cannabis from the government every single month. I'm sure you've seen him. He's a nice guy. Uh, first time I saw him, he went to my uh, university and had a speech when they're trying to uh, legalize medical marijuana here in Florida. I think it was Amendment 2 way back then. And I actually met him again here at this cannabis event. You know, like he uh, he was he's featured on many cannabis documentaries. Uh, two of them, in fact, on Netflix. Great documentaries, by the way, especially the one by Fab Five Freddy. Like how he uh, put in messages of you know the war on crime and how it affected communities and then again went into the history of it it was a good documentary but i'm uh, getting off topic so yeah i met this guy at this event he gets his, his weed from the government and he had a speech and after he got off stage here comes a cannabis lawyer talking about you know how to protect yourself if you're a cannabis operator how to protect yourself if you're a legal cannabis business or an illegal cannabis business how to operate you know how to operate to become a legal business if you are indeed illegal so i met these people i'm talking to them i'm getting the numbers i'm getting the information i met people who have traveled or is constantly traveling to california oregon and colorado who's in the hemp industry right who would have who thought who would have thought i mean i'm hearing stories and perspectives from people who are actually in the industry who work in industry who have been doing multitude of things and again it was a small event so you could only ima imagine what would happen to you if you go to the cannabis version of uh of comic-con or the cbd expo or the hall of flowers out in california definitely want to go out there and definitely give you media coverage that would be a dream of mine for hemp international and for you guys out there listening or following go out to these networking events meet people now i don't mean like meet them shake their hands say what you do and then they say and then they say what they do and you don't really see value in that moment nah f that get their information get their numbers get their emails find their social media connect with them because even even though right now you may not see the connection as to how you two can maybe ben benefit each other and form a symbiotic relationship in the future it possibly can and again be creative you know just because you see someone else doing something that's successful doesn't mean you have to copy their blueprint do something unique because chances are the more unique you are at these events is the more interesting you would be and the more connections you would form and chances are you know they'll reach out to you and the great thing is or something to keep in mind is to make sure you are constantly not constantly but you are you know periodically responding to these people messaging them back sending them texts if you have a good enough relationship send them calls check in on them wish them a merry christmas like little things like that just to, just so that you stay in their sphere of influence you know because you're going to have a sphere of influence too once you're in the industry once you've gotten your cannabis jobs by using the keywords by going on indeed using the cannabis uh, boards cannabis job board sites and i know those cannabis job board sites aren't really as big as of course indeed but you got to think about it. it's very niche in the job seeking field but at least you know if you apply to a job there you know uh you have a greater chance of getting a job in the industry you feel me because you, you can apply to jobs on indeed but it doesn't guarantee that you're going to get a cannabis job unless you use those keywords i'm harping on those on that for a reason because i want it's something i want you guys to take away i get the dms from you guys asking how to get in the industry i i i put i put i make posts that say this could be you and then i feature these other hemp businesses or people who are in the industry who are who are in there looking happy growing this is their lifestyle this is something that is actually real like i'm sending you guys guys visuals of what other people's lifestyles are so that you can see yourselves in their in their position right who are dancing in front of a girl operation because imagine you walking through a room that smells like straight loud that just smells like beautiful pungent cannabis you know like things like things of that nature you know so this is the best is the best way i can convey that message to you guys is by showing you and then by the podcast if you are a listener to all, your, to all those followers that don't listen, you'll be here one day, but come on, you're wasting time. Subscribe and rate five stars. Anyway, but yeah, reaching out to people who are in the industry so that you can be just like them and do what they do or do something similar, you know? And no matter what your background is, there is a space for you in the cannabis industry, okay? If you are, if you are great at public speaking, I'm sure you can speak on behalf of someone in the company. You know, if you're, great, if you're great at doing HR, I'm sure you can find a job being a human resource manager at a cannabis industry, especially if you're a cannabis user because you know what to look for. You know the difference between somebody who's a cannabis smoker who, you know, wakes up in the morning and has a plan for their day or somebody who just wakes up and gets high and that's just about it you know when the munchies kick in they hit the fridge and they go to sleep you know the difference and of course i'm not downplaying anyone else but for cannabis jobs you do have to 
filter exactly who you bring in because you want to keep the cannabis business professional and we're all about legitimizing the industry so again reach out and network to cannabis events there's this oh how to find cannabis events that was my next one it's um meetup.com meetup.com is a great site of course for you guys to look up for cannabis events i'm not talking about sesh sheths oh my lord sesh sessions oh my gosh I know you guys aren't as frustrated hearing my weird speech impediment as it, that come out of nowhere, but to me it is. I'm trying to, you know, have a great podcast for you guys. I want you guys to come back. And that's why I'm very, I'm, I'm so much a perfectionist. But disregard that, whatever I said. But yeah, look out for those jobs. Let me look out for those events. Eventbrite is another great place. You know, just because, you know, you see somebody throwing a cannabis event that's about using the cannabis and buying it doesn't mean you can't network there either. I know I said not sesh sessions because generally you go there to have fun and enjoy yourself, but you can even meet people who are vendors and talk to them, have conversations like, yo, how is it being a vendor? Like, who, what people do you meet? Like, what do you do? What's your plans? You could join their team. You know, like a lot of these people want to be bigger brands in the industry in the future. And I know we see these multi-billion dollar companies, again, with the Dr. Evil on the left lip, billion dollar companies. But just because you aren't a billion dollar company doesn't mean you can't grow and, and grow into one, into a million dollar company, into a hundred thousand dollar company, something that can feed your family. Could you imagine taking a plant that you were told were going to, was going to ruin your life, that was going to get you kicked out of school, that was going to get you, you know, behind bars, now we live in a reality where we can feed our families and provide a foundation that can probably feed our kids, 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 you know, and that possibility, I mean, that eventually that can be an eventuality for all of us. So, again, don't just, you know, say you want to be a part of the industry half ass and then all you did is look for cannabis job once cannabis jobs once and say, oh, shit, it's not my state. Fuck it. No. And again, I'm sorry for cursing for the sponsors, but. I'm trying to be as authentic to the audience. So anyway, that was my little message to the sponsors. But uh, but yeah, man, don't half-ass it. Just work hard. Believe that you can be in industry and just try your best because you never know where you'll end up. You never know. You never know who knows somebody. You know, if you're passionate about hemp and you want to find out how to grow hemp, how to get clones, you know, how to, you know, maybe buy a part of a hemp field. That's, that's another thing, folks. You can buy parts of fields I don't, I don't know what the exact name is called so i'm not that well versed but it's something that's been offered to me in the past where you might pay like 1500 a month and you lease a part of the hemp field and that little plot that little acre you're paying for that 1500 instead of paying for an apartment you're paying for an acre of hemp that can produce money you know what i'm saying so i think it equates to like what uh eighteen thousand dollars a year if you if you do own it because it's thousand five hundred a month so so generally what happens in that situation is you're able to lease a part of land and when that hemp you know becomes mature and it gets harvested you can make money selling the biomass you can make money selling the isolate you can make money selling the uh cbd you can make money selling the herd that can be used for animal feed you can make you can uh, make money use uh excuse me selling the 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 stems or whatever part of the hemp plant it's yours now of course you paying this thousand five hundred dollars doesn't mean you're getting a hundred percent of the revenue of that sale what it means is, is you're getting a percentage so i urge if you're interested in something like that reach out to hemp farmers and you guys have to discuss and have a contract right the contract stipulates what exact percentage you get of the revenue of whatever uh acres that you have leased so you could probably turn that 18,000 into 25, 30,000, depending on what you're selling. You're selling it as CBD, especially like last couple of years where CBD was going for like 6,000, 7,000. Now it's CBD is going down to like 4,000, 3,000. Because guess what? It's more uh, hemp farmers. So the CBD is getting cheaper and it's more ubiquitous. Uh, ubiquitous. And uh, I, some companies even, you know, figured out ways of using other plants other than hemp or cannabis to get CBD from. Because CBD apparently is a molecule that's produced by not only cannabis, which is pretty remarkable. But I wonder if it has the same, you know, entourage effects or can it be full spectrum if the only molecule you're getting from it is CBD. But hey, I'm getting off topic. But speaking of hemp. I know you guys have saw a post where we talked about or posted about the pre-sale. Where we talked about the pre-sale, right? Then the pre-sale was mentioning. Excuse me about that. That's what happens when you don't turn your phone off. 
uh, the pre-sale was talking about in October and, and November. So fall is generally when, you know, hemp comes to harvest. And in the fall is not when you want to buy hemp. What you want to do is buy hemp before the harvest because you got to think about it. If there's a finite amount of hemp being grown and you have large companies who have the bankroll to buy thousands and thousands of pounds of, 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 uh, of hemp, then chances are you don't want to be the one to buy the end result of their purchase. You feel me? So you put in pre-sales so that you can get the top cola. Now, for those of you who aren't as well versed in cannabis, like many of our listeners or even myself, the the, the cola part of the plan is there's not drink. It's not a drink or soda. You know what I'm saying? That gives you diabetes uh, <laughs> after 50 years. The cola is a part of the cannabis plant where if you see a mature you know, plant that's grown, fully grown, about to be harvested, and you see like these these uh, these stems that that uh, contain like a, a spherical rectangular shape. Now, the top of that spherical rectangle is the cola, the part that is the richest in trichomes, aka the keef that drops off when you grind your weed that has the most you know cannabinoids in it you know the most densely cannabin the one most dank part of the cannabis plant is the top cola so if you want to get top colas you have to buy your stuff early and lock it down early even if you're getting a hemp i mean even if you're getting one pound of hemp if you're getting five pounds of hemp or ten pounds of hemp you want to make sure you'll pre-sale and lock it down early because guaranteed Guarantee these companies are buying massive amounts of hemp. Now, of course, they probably will split it up between months or bi-monthly or bi-weekly. But however they purchase, you want to be, you know, the one to get the pre-sale. So, of course, our website, you know, woo-woo, back in the day. Shout out to everybody who uh, bought our CBD products back in the day before we got shut down by uh, PayPal and Stripe. Jeez, those were the dog days of the CBD when you every single payment gateway shuts you down. Lord have mercy. You know, you would try to be sly by saying hemp and not saying CBD, but eventually they'll caught they'll catch on. And uh, those moderators at, at, at PayPal is a big middle finger for you, all right? Because <laughs> yo, PayPal had frozen my PayPal account. So you know how PayPal works? You get paid on Shopify or whatever website you use, Wix, um, and you generate, you know, the amount of sales. Now, if you're smart, you're not really going to take out all the money you're making from, you know, PayPal or from the uh, site where you're selling CBD or whatever you're selling in the cannabis industry. What you do is kind of take payouts every single week. So you're like, you're getting a paycheck from your business, right? That's what you do. And the reason why you do that is it allows you to keep the money that you made safe so that you can, you know, re-up and, you know, rebuy everything you need to make the sale in the first place. Um, so that's what we will be doing in order to provide people who want hemp, hemp. And we're not doing grams or eights or nothing like that. It will be strictly pounds of hemp. All right. So that, that's what you see in our bio. It says hemp education, you know, media, yada, yada, yada. And underneath it says hemp B2B. And so we love to help out businesses. You know, we all, like I said, we're all in this together. We all enjoy THC. We all enjoy CBD. We all enjoy what cannabis has done for our lives. Okay. We, 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 we love not only to get high but we love to participate in the social aspect of cannabis as well so for that matter we want to help each other out in whatever we're doing if you're in the cannabis business might as well help somebody else in the business with connections so what we do is connect you know other a hemp business with another hemp business like brand new hemp and cbd businesses can reach out to us and we'll try our best to contact the processors and farmers who have built built long term not long term well built you know relationships with and gotten close and seen that that they're have a attention to quality and they make sure what they grow is organic and all that jazz you know they're, they're good people that's that's really a bottom line we'll connect you with good people in the hemp industry if you need anything you know like the other day somebody hit me up on uh instagram and they asked for like you know cbd beauty products and it's like crazy because i remember getting you know a catalog filled of cbd beauty products way back when cbd wasn't even popular as it is now and i kind of scoffed at the idea like huh beauty products like who would buy cbd beauty products well guess what it's the fastest one of the fastest growing parts of cbd sales right now is beauty products because somehow i guess if you have hemp oil and cbd together hemp oil has a uh, contents in it that's not only good for eczema but it's great for your skin and put cbd in there and uh it will help with pimples i didn't even know that so because cbd is a great is great at anti-inflammation right so imagine you you uh hit your hand or hit your knee or you have a, like a little bump like remember uh, in like cartoons or a cartoon or somebody got hit in the head and there's like a big bump like a little cocoa right <laughs> like yeah like a little cocoa on there like a little bump look like a ringworm 
Yeah, that's because of inflammation. When the body gets injured, it likes to send these white blood cells and other cells in the body to try and mitigate any injury that has gone on in that area of your body. And because of this process, you know, these cells release these toxins and these toxins end up looking like pus, right? That's when you squeeze a pimple, white stuff comes out. And so CBD has properties that help act almost as an antihistamine, right? Antihistamine is something they give people with a lot of inflammation and that's what CBD also helps with. A uh, little science alert And it helps bring down the swelling So if you have a bad acne problem So what you, what you would do theoretically Is have an, a, a product Already good for acne And you know lowering you know, Or cleaning the oils out the skin To make sure it doesn't cause inflammation And infection which causes the pimple Add CBD into that mixture And then theoretically what it will do Is lower the inflammation from even happening Even if there's oils that in your that's produced Or oozing on your face That shouldn't be oozing on your face Pretty graphic but you get the picture So yeah so this person hit me up about beauty products And I decided to reach out to uh, Somebody who I'm close with in the industry Who does CBD beauty And then I'm now working to connect both of them So that's what we're going to be doing there And I know of course we've gotten people who were naysayers And maybe negative uh, Not didn't like the fact that we made a post that looked Quote unquote similar to theirs But I'm not here to argue I'm not here to you know be upset Because I don't feel insecure about that right? So uh, I'll just tell you guys a story right? So generally this uh, great hemp farmer By the way won competitions for their hemp I mean I respect the hell out of them I mean, Even though they had a little hiccup with me But I still respect them Because they've won competitions for their good flower They even throw an event where uh, they have a competition For who has the best flower You know the best CBD, terpenes All that other, all, all that other stuff in Colorado So anyway they made a post talking about pre-sale in October And another farm who isn't them Hit us up and said hey look we have pre-sales going on in October You know, we work in the past You've helped us out We'll help you guys out Let's just work together again And he said the post up And I posted it on Instagram For those who were interested And those who were Did email and DM me So shout out to you guys But uh, he got upset At the fact that it was visually similar But I mean like, bro What do you expect? We're, we're both selling hemp Or you're both hemp farmers And you're both selling hemp Of course it's going to look similar Because let's be honest Hemp doesn't have that many exotic strains As THC does THC is a plant or THC cannabis is a plant that has been genetically uh, uh, experimented with, not like in a GMO way, but in a phenotype way for decades. So, of course, you're going to have a multitude of strains. Now, in 2019, I'm seeing strains that aren't just cherry number five, right? That's not just Suver Haze. That's not just space sour space candy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when did the sour get added to space candy? Like, I just added that just because, you know, Bokes. Like, they were just like probably five. I can count on, 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 on my hand how many. Uh, hemp strains that was available back then But now I'm seeing exotic exotic Strains coming from hemp because guess what It's being grown indoor now People are seeing how popular CBD is And the cannabinoids like CBG I mentioned last episode In the middle That is beneficial to the human body And to health and all that So a lot more people are now Switching from growing THC cannabis because guess what the price per pound of cannabis has dropped exponentially especially in Oregon we've already mentioned that in past episodes but damn I mean imagine you selling a pound for like a good I don't know like 800 or or a stack and then now you're selling pounds for like a couple hundred and that's not sustain that's not sustainable growing cannabis is extremely expensive so for you to be flirting with being like being for you to flirt with having your revenue at the end of the quarter or whatever, how else you do business to be flirting with just being flat, you know what I'm saying? Like you're, you're almost at a loss some court, like it's, it's, it's bad. So a lot of people are switching into indoor hemp who have these skills that have gained from growing THC cannabis. And we're seeing so much more different strains come out for hemp. So I'm excited to see what happens this harvest. Uh, of course, not all of it will be indoor hemp. A lot of it, most of it would be outdoor hemp, but even the outdoor hemp is high quality now because they have greenhouses and they're pruning it and treating it like a regular cannabis plant cannabis plant so yeah speech impediment outside listen guys that's been today's episode uh maybe if they have more to add you'll hear some more content after this but generally if you want to be in the cannabis industry go out there and bust your ass and put in the work just like anything in life okay anything in life if you are overweight and unhealthy and your doctor says you have to go hit the gym guy like i know you love to eat chips and netflix and chill with yourself <laughs> or somebody whatever you got to hit the gym and work 
You gotta hit the gym and put in work. You gotta sweat. And guess what? Sweating isn't easy. Working out isn't easy. Your muscles hurt at the end of the day, maybe even the next day. But that that high you get, that natural body high, which we found out in a recent study was actually your endocannabinoid system being activated. So that high you feel when you go on that, that, that runner's high, that high you feel when you're playing sports is the same endocannabinoid system that lights up when you smoke a J or take some CBD crazy right but anyway so yeah you got to work your ass off sweating isn't easy and and building muscle isn't easy and losing weight isn't easy and neither is anything in life that's worth doing and your health is your wealth and cannabis could be your wealth too a cannabis listen you have to believe in the plant you have to support the plant cannabis is all about being peaceful and cool that's why you saw me respond the way i did to the negativity on instagram this week because there's no reason to fight there's no reason to be that upset like we're all in the industry together and like I said, people may have insecurities and may uh, rep uh, report our page and try and get a shadow ban. So, look, a lot of you guys are not going to see our post this week. It is what it is. I'm going to still post content. Once the shadow ban is lifted, I'll let you guys know. And we should continue normal as always. But, of course, they reported our post. They said it's against the guidelines, something along, along those lines. And they decided to shadow ban us. Thank you, Instagram. Even on a comment, I said, listen, read the hemp bill before you guys ban this post, okay? Before you guys give me a warning or some shit. Excuse my language sponsors again. Uh, you guys will know, listen, it's legal. This is hemp, all right? It's agriculture, all right? Now, of course, you know, agriculture is regulated, but at the end of the day, we're not like, it's not like we're growing or nothing like that. We are mediators at the end of the day okay and maybe one day in the future we'll have our own hemp international farms or something along the lines pre-rolls you know i already told you guys how i'd like to do you know hemp blunts pre-rolls because let's be honest hemp i hate i don't hate but i dislike sometimes smoking hemp flour out of white bleached paper it takes away from the flavor you don't really taste what you're smoking and at the end of the day, it's kind of harsh you could feel it in the back of your throat you know shortly after it uh smoking it similar to the uh the the uh redwood farm i'm not gonna mess up the name similar to the video you guys saw on on our story where we showed you guys the uh hemp rolls that we were uh trying you can hear me wasting time and saying oh a lot because i have to go reach and find this thing but yeah it's called redwood reserve it's pure hemp flower the packaging is just professional when i saw the packaging i, I had to reach out to the company i'm like listen I didn't, even, I didn't even reach out to the company to try one. I reached out to them to say, yo, look, your packaging is so nice and professional. I can see this being sold next to American Spirits. Honestly, I don't even smoke cigarettes, but American Spirits are stuff that, you know, my health conscious people in my life who smoke cigarettes tend to gravitate to. And uh, I got I, I got to shout out whoever designed their box. I mean, it's even like a, a, a box where you can feel texture. The trees have texture and even says here yeah, that the testing, the tasting. Let me slow down. The tasting notes in this flower is citrus, earthly, and sweet. So again, I smoked it. I felt the effects of the CBD halfway through. I just didn't like the white paper, you know, and I, and I, and I reached out to the owner of the business. I told him that, like, listen, if you really want to, you know, connect with the hemp industry, you got to have an all natural hemp paper because we're so used to smoking THC out of raw papers and other papers who are all natural and hemp based that smoking these white boys, these cigarette looking things, they're cool, but... It doesn't taste as great. And I want to taste whatever I'm smoking, especially if it's cannabis. I want, what else would I be tasting if I'm smoking? Anyway, as you can tell, the podcast has been going uh, long enough. It, lo it looks like my brain is slowly but surely turning off. I feel like I'm slurring my words. I don't know what's going on. Uh, it's not too late in the night. But either way, I'm glad you're listening. I'm glad you're enjoying our posts on uh, Instagram. Please share with the friends. She, please share this podcast with your friends who are interested in podcasts. Like your friends say, yo, I listened to this podcast last week. But hey, yo, look, you like weed too? Check out High TV. Because guess what? I appreciate it. And I generally don't know week to week what you guys want to hear. So when you guys reach out to us and give us information, it helps my job out. It helps release my anxiety from wearing like, oh, shit, biting my fingers, trying to figure out what to uh, make the podcast next because of course it's easy to you know go ahead and do the cannabis news thing but talking about specific topics like this one is something that i generally didn't know i should have done in the past but now that you guys have reached out and asked so many questions this is the best forum for me to do so because i can only answer your question but so deeply when it's a text message or an email you know 
But when it's a podcast and you have a long form where you can listen to, you know, a multitude of things in regards to that topic, it's easier way to answer your questions. So it looks like I bounced back from uh, being mentally dead just now. Uh, and yeah, I thank you for listening to the podcast. Rate us five stars on Apple. Uh, follow us. Subscribe us on Spotify. Follow us. On, I mean, follow us on Spotify. Follow us on Hemp International. Subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. And again, I think I'm going to reach out to some of these podcast company companies again, like like Overcast and Anchor, because we used to get promoted for our podcast. Because like I said, you guys are great followers. I posted a podcast and you guys jumped to it and decided to listen. Now it might not be all thirty seven thousand you guys, but a couple like a good number of you guys reached out and are constant listeners of the podcast, and I deeply appreciate it. But uh, it looks like something may have happened i don't know what last week in the last episode i don't know if i said something that may have ticked off the uh ai monitoring thing on uh podcast but it seemed like after the first few days listenership had dropped which which generally isn't normal we constantly have like a you know like a nice steady graph that's not you know crazy peak but it's like a if you guys follow the stock market, our, <laughs> if you follow the stock market, the way our podcast was growing was kind of like the Dow Jones. There aren't like spikes, you know, like big, 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 big Bitcoin like spikes. But what they what they are is, you know, like a Dow Jones It's constantly going up and it's steady, you know. So, again, uh, saved by the bell, guys. It looks like this podcast is over. Appreciate you guys listening. Follow us. Subscribe us. Reach out to us. Let us know what else you want to hear us talk about. Where else you want to learn? Because again, I love teaching you guys what is going on in industry and whatever you want to know. So again, last thing, last, <laughs> last thing, last, last thing, guys. Keywords: cannabis jobs, LinkedIn, Indeed. Go ahead and put in the work. All right, and don't be afraid to network, socialize, make some friends, do what you got to do. All right. Chances are there's someone else out there who has the same mindset you do. And you'll never know if you don't reach out. A closed mouth does not get fed. So that this has completed our episode after I ended it many, 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 many times. We'll see you next week. And uh, yeah, thank you for listening. And as always, High TV, stay tuned and stay high. High TV. Peace. Hi, this is Devs from Hepa International, and I hope you guys enjoyed the latest episode from Cannabis News Now. Now, we are looking for a unique quality CBD slash hemp brand that I'm sure our listeners and users on Instagram will love. Now, if you think you are that company, don't be afraid to reach out and hit us up at co at gmail.com or DM us at Hemp International on Instagram. See you soon.